been the Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Friends, we are back with our House of the Dragon trailer discussion, and we brought the experts. We have a freaking panel here, Matt. All right. Hey, that is true. I think, is this the most amount of, I, you know, normally we only ever have three people when we bring somebody on, but we have four today. So yeah. we're doing it big. Yeah, it's a council. So, hey, we have uh, we have uh, Jimmy, Sir Jimmy from uh, Fantasy Network back. Sir James, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. I got my uh, my fresh coffee, uh, fresh eyes for my only probably my 300th view of the trailer. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Westeros is back. Uh, the dragon has four heads today, uh, and we, we yeah. have the all-star talent here today to b- break this down and to uh, to react to it. So I'm really excited to be here, and I appreciate you guys bringing me on. Yeah, awesome, man. And also we have um, we have Nikki with us today, Kale EC back in the house. How you doing, Nikki? I'm good. Thank you for having me again. Um, how are you guys? Woo, pumped. Ooh. I'm so <laughs> pumped. Yeah, I'm, that's I am still. <laughs> I am still so jacked. You know, it's like. On what was it? When, when did the trailer drop? Thursday, because it was the same, it was the yes. same day as Doctor St- Doctor Strange. Because um, I remember waking up, being like, "Oh, okay, you know, I'm gonna go see Doctor Strange tonight. Okay, it's gonna be oh. cool. Here we go!" Like getting excited for it. And then I get up, you know, West Coast time, um, and it's like it's like five thirty, and I like stare down at my phone, and House of the Dragon has tweeted and said, you know, like fire is coming. And I was like, "What?" Like, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, are we getting a trailer?" I was like, "Am I gonna have to be sick?" today you know for yeah. work like uh like am i gonna have to be sick Feeling a cough coming and so up. then i'm like waiting i'm like waiting because i normally leave at about 6 a.m and uh a picture drops and so i like send it to our group chat which is ez and jimmy uh, and our buddies uh matthew perry and ryan um and we um I was like, okay, it looks like it's just gonna be pictures. And so we're like, nonetheless, sick. Like we're we're down here, here, here we go. And so then like an hour goes by and they just like pushed up more and more pictures. And then the trailer drops, and like Jimmy and I were like messaging all day. We're just like, <laughs> it's just like all caps, like jacked, OMFG, like so pumped. Get Cannot these pretenders out of here. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> and then Nikki, I messaged you, I think, right? And you were like, and you were like at work, right? Is that how how did your how did your day of the of the house of the dragon trailer go um so i've been in the office that morning and i came home to work from home for the afternoon so i was literally just sat in my lounge i got the tweet notification for the trailer and then suddenly everyone is messaging me going oh my god have you seen this shut up i'm trying to watch it and yeah that was it and then i'm sending it out to everyone my boyfriend was at work bless him and i'm like i need you to reply so we can talk about this right now um but yeah oh my god the, I, I can't i don't know how many times i've watched it now but it so, was yeah it was brilliant yeah so good yes yeah. what was your what, i mean i don't know did we talk about what your what your what no, your my day, day was, was like, like i remember i yeah. came home and so i actually had not seen it until we watched it for our little podcast we went live and i was actually at school and what's really funny is when the students see me get up and start to pace you know, so I just start, I, I, they're doing work and I'm just pasting and everyone kind of looks up and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just need a second. Like I'm deciding whether or not I should like, I like full on stop. I mean, I think the kids had just walked in and so they were doing an, like an activity, you know, get going, yeah, do your thing for five, 10 minutes. Right. You know, eat up some time. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there pacing. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Should, should, should I do a reaction? I was so pissed that I was at school because did not, was it Kenobi the day before or that yes. day, the day of or something? I was so pissed because like back to back days. I'm like the one week where I <laughs> needed to like not be staying late for work and doing AP testing and stuff. 
I have all my favorite stuff drops. And I was just right. so, you know, whatever. So I just paced, thought about it, saw the chat, then popped out because everyone had seen it and was talking about it. So I said, no, let's just try to wait until I get, you know, get back with Matt <laughs> and then I'll watch it and kind of go from there. So because I wanted to really yeah. just, you know, yeah, because you planned because as as planned like this week, he's like, all right, like, you know, it's going to be a quiet week, whatever. Like, right. well, I, I'll do this extra work at school, like stay late and stay till like, six o'clock at night, you know. <laughs> Oh god! And then the and then the one week the one week you you schedule out thinking it's going to be nothing and it's like like everything, everything drops like it's just so ridiculous so yeah it was, it was wild but dude I was so I'm so pumped though I mean I mean we we sat down and watched it and like again it's tough when you watch it right away because like you and Jimmy had a chance to talk all day long right and the Nikki's you know chatting to people or whatever I'm doing that episode and I felt kind of bad we were Matt and I were live I'm just sort of like I can't breathe. You know, I was just like, this is like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to say right now? Like live, you know, so we watch it. I'm just sort of like, all right, take it away, Matt. You know, like go for it. Cause I need to like think. And I just, if you watch that, I'm just clicking back through, like trying to, you know. Oh, that's right. Cause that was everything. your first. Yeah. Cause that was your first watch. Yeah. It was yeah my first watch. Right. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. As, as did a live reaction. And then, and then we, and then we skipped through. Yeah. Well, so for the, Crazy. you've, you've watched it a hundred times now, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Showed it to Lottie. Been sitting, been watching myself. Watch it all. Yeah. It's. It's sick, and we, there's a lot more in it too. There's just really cool stuff like Easter eggs and and things, and I'm I'm excited to kind of break it down. Today. Yeah, sick, awesome. Okay, well, so we've all watched the trailer, so um, I guess we just sort of like initial thoughts of like just what you thought about it and like what you kind of saw in it. Um, and as and I just we did a big uh, reaction to it the other day. Uh, but Nick, we're gonna start with you first, just like after you okay. after <laughs> after after you <laughs> saw it um like you know just and just like sort of initial thoughts on it and what you think it's like so it's gonna you know look like and everything um i wonder how far through that storyline will get and whether it's mm -hmm. just gonna you know if it's gonna branch out into a second season um because there is so much to cover um i'm trying to think now because i was just so excited there was so much happening and um, i think one of the things that really stuck out for me um was there was a little look between um Damon and Rhaenyra just for a brief second mm. and it was that it was like right okay so we're going that far down mm -hmm. with the you know the plot in between them two um but yeah I, I find their relationship really really interesting because it spans quite a long time and across quite a few different marriages um so yeah that particularly was what got me like oh <laughs> Yeah. Which is gross, I know, but um, yeah. Oh no, it's <laughs> I know it is. Hot. You know, it is. I don't it know, is, guys. It's hot. It All is, right, it is a thing. You know, it, <laughs> it's it's funny. It's hot. You know, it's funny. Right? My mom, my mom is a hardcore like show binger. I mean, she just like watches when she's like i mean she watches like everything that's like all she does and so she's like all right i'll finally start game of thrones she started like last saturday and it's pretty much almost done uh at, the, at, at this point like she was watching like, straight through like this all week and anyway so she messaged me um she just uh she's she's in season seven right now but she just she did 610 which is the episode where john snow's proclaimed king of the north is like my favorite uh episode mm -hmm. and she was like wait so does that mean like john she's like are john and daenerys like gonna get together she's like is that his sister is that his cousin i was like no that's his that's his that's his aunt she's like oh okay yeah. you know which like, doesn't count it's just, right it doesn't right. count it's, you know <laughs> but it is so funny it's like we're shipping you know okay well yeah let's just have at it <laughs> have at it yeah like let's just go i mean that's 
that's we've shifted in our society like george has has taken oh, us no. in, a, in a direction <laughs> i did not think we people are rooting for these things i mean honestly I mean, really, there are trends on some sites that i well well <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, my thing too, well, that look that Nikki's talking about, you know, it's like, I just, what it is for me is I like those actors so much and I know what's going to go down. And it's more about, it's, it's less about that intimate relationship and more about their power grab and more about yes. like what they want to do for their family and stuff. And so you're like, all right, let's go house Targaryen. We're not letting anybody step in here. The high towers are trying to come in and do their, do their thing. And he's like, I don't think so. I don't, not in this house. And that's the kind of look that I, I, that's what I felt from him. So I was like, all right, <laughs> like, here we go. So, so good. yeah, so good. Jamie, what, what, what were your what's your what's your thoughts, man, on the trailer? Listen, I got done, and I I had a rule. I said I'm only gonna watch it once. That like I really believe this. I said I'm gonna watch it once, and I'm gonna let the show speak for itself. Because listen, since Game of Thrones, you know, it's it's like a, a king died when Game of Thrones went off air, you know, and it was a big tragedy. A lot of people were upset with how season eight went, and there was this big void in the zeitgeist, mm. and then. A lot of pretenders came for the throne. There is a lot of hype around a lot of different television shows. And I don't mean to disparage anything else, but, you know, we have Wheel of Time calling out. That's my place. I'm going to take the throne. We have the new Lord of the Rings show coming out, the new Tolkien show coming out. I'm going to take the throne. We have uh, uh, whatever the one show was on it. There's a lot of pretenders. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone, right? And they're all yelling. And then from the back, the doors of the Mead Hall open. (laughs) And in walks the Forgotten Son. (laughs) <laughs> let's go that's what i was thinking let's go people yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. i was hyped you watch that trailer and you go back and you look at everything that we've been given since season eight and there's been it, some yeah. good shots i you know i think those shows that i mentioned are actually probably either are fine or going to be fine Witcher two is a lot of fun but you watch this trailer and it's different there's just a totally different vibe here hbo when they when you come for the king you best not miss and hbo never misses when it comes to production value sound blending cinematography acting all these things the only outlier we have now is how is the writing going to be um i have i I left that trailer having no reservations about being excited i did watch it multiple times and broke my own rule uh and there was nothing that i felt concerned about which all the other trailers for all the shows i was excited about i always left the trailer with a little bit of like well we'll see how that goes right I have no doubts that I'm okay being excited. I think the writing is going to be good. Uh, I actually feel kind of the same as Nikki, where it's like, how much time are we covering here? Uh, Is this going to be like an episodic thing where they do like a Targaryen story every season? Or like, are they going to jump a long uh, amount of times in in the timeline? Or are they going to condense everything to fit in maybe a couple years? Because I think uh, the Dying of the Dragons or the Dance of Dragons could be two three four seasons like pretty easily um i would say at least two but i also am okay with less is more i'm okay with uh getting the most out because we especially hbo they do miniseries better than anybody in the game like there's yeah. nobody that does miniseries like hbo um so i'm very very excited i am open to interpretation um uh, and i think people need to be a little bit lenient with the adaptation piece of this because we do have a completed story but it is a historical narrative through the frame of the unreliable narrator between maester and mushroom which is also a really cool thing for us fans that have read fire and blood is that we're going to find out who was telling the truth uh yeah. you know who which accounts right. were real uh and there's a lot of mystery around rhaenyra and some of the decisions that she makes so i i think i'm really really excited First and foremost is a Song of Ice and Fire fan. But as a fan of great television, 
I think you can watch that trailer and say we're in for a treat. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, man. Yeah. I love your analogy of them walking in the back and just like everyone's up front saying we're, we're vying for King and, 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 and walks. Dragons. like, I don't think <clears throat> take a seat, you know, like, uh, yeah. it one, one quick thing before we move we move on here. Like HBO, I, th- I like what you're saying to me because like they, their mentality is just different. Uh, and, and yeah. I don't know, it's just like yeah. they come in they're not getting in the ring just to knock you out. Like they don't want you to ever rise again. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, whoa, yeah. hold on a second. Like it's, it's a, it's got a, way heavier sort of um tone and just feel and and even the, yeah. we were talking matt and i were talking about like the the look of this it just feels epic it feels Incredible. like a grand movie like a grand experience and it's and matt smith looks amazing matt smith really stole the trailer bad. without yeah. a doubt i mean uh, yeah I've always he's about to become he's about now he matt smith is about to be because he's huge he's yeah. not like big in the united states because doctor who like isn't as sort of big over here as it is i'm sure in england uh, Nikki, I'm sure you can detest more to more yeah. uh, more to that. But yeah, I mean, like the crown, like, like a lot of people don't really know him over here, but he's about to become an absolute mega star. And then Jimmy, as you said, yeah, I mean, we were you know we were talking about this because as and I like to talk about you know the streaming wars as we call it. You know, like Amazon to me has yet to have a show that you know, like all of even their some of their best shows don't feel like they can stack against the Disney or HBO shows. But people, I think people kind of. It, like forget like HBO has had two shows in the past 20 years that have been considered the best shows in the history of television. I mean, you with, could even argue there's even more because a lot of people right. think six feet under and <clears throat> wire are also on that list. Right. But I mean, it's like the Sopranos and game of Thrones. I mean, you like pretty much almost back to back had like two of the best shows, you know, in the history of Westworld so, season one. I mean, that right. Was when West, yeah. when Westworld, when Westworld is kind of like, you know, like, um, I would it's it's still a good show, but it's like for HBO standards, that's like a miss, I would say. Yeah, the, the later seasons did did have a little bit worse of right. a reception. But, but it's like every other network, every other network would, kill would absolutely for kill to yeah. have that. Like like would kill to have that. Yeah. So this is I mean, they're going all like all out and everything that looks like it's happened since the the merger with Discovery Channel and everything like that. I mean, they've already started cleaning house at DC, but like the one thing like of the executives and everything that's like not like the hbo executives aren't even like getting touched they're just like you guys just so i mean that should tell you when it's like hey we're we've just bought this entire business and we are cleaning house yeah on like the harry potter side and the and the uh dc side of the of the fandom i mean they and cnn they just like cnn plus they like they're just like dead get rid of it i mean it's like but like hbo they're like so that should tell you. Does it make you a little it, apprehensive that if this show does medium, like let's say it's really good, but like it doesn't capture uh, the ratings, does that make you nervous that they would then cut things like the Dunkin' Egg show that we've been talking no. about? And you don't think so? You no. think they would leave it alone? Cool. Nope. I think so. No, I think I think I think they're gonna. I, I because I mean, here's the thing: the the only problem that this show has is that it's is that it is being stacked against arguably the greatest show in the history of television. I mean, in terms of ratings, in terms of awards, it's not even close. Remember, we looked at it one time and it was like Game of Thrones has like 230 Academy Awards. And like the second is The Simpsons, which has been on the air for like 30 plus years. So, I mean, in eight eight seasons, right? I mean, it's it it hit way more awards and the ratings only ever went up with like, you know, a dip like here on some of the episodes that happened in Dorne. Um, Did you see the impressions that the trailer did? Views wise, it's uh, insane. I, 
I saw it had five hundred thousand, and that was in like the first like two hours. It's oh, it's over almost thirty million now. Uh, at least I believe, and it beat out Kenobi. It beat out uh, what was the other big tra- oh Stranger Things. Stranger Things has a little bit more, like just a couple million more, right. but they've been out for like I think a month or two mm-hmm, or three. Mm-hmm. Um, the trending topic was uh, it was a trending topic on YouTube number one and number two for three days. Uh, yeah. Trended on Twitter worldwide number one. Mm-hmm. So like I've, I've, there's been a lot of discourse online saying oh like this fandom's dead, which I know us four have probably been saying no, it's not. We're still here, <laughs> yeah. right, mofo's. But <sighs> but I mean I think it actually proves that there's there's still a lot of want for the content that's coming out of uh, Westeros and HBO clearly. Yeah. So that's good. And you know and people have said like because there's already so many immediate comments where it's like you can't fix season eight or whatever, but I will say this and I, I can toss this to as cause and Nikki, who is also star Wars fan. So like, like look at some, look at, look, look at star Wars is the sequel trilogy. Everyone sits there ourselves included. Where we're like, I don't know, but I don't want to say for Nikki, what she thinks about the sequels, but I know as and I, we don't like them. And we, and to be honest, I think got problems with them. Yeah. Got, got problems with them. But to say star Wars is dead, and then it's like, then they immediately turn around and bring in the Mandalorian. And it's like, okay, uh, no, uh, you've created, yeah. yeah, you've created something new, right? Y- yeah. You know, and you can totally. So, yeah, you can the have show, the show is it's, is it's, is it's, is its own thing. The only problem I think is, is, you know, are people going to look at, I don't think it's going to be hard for any show to be as successful as Game of Thrones. Yeah, it won't be uh, that level. Right. Because, whatever but that's not to say it won't still be a mega hit so yeah I mean, it's as, like better I mean, call saul i mean better call saul's cleaning up at awards it's getting great right. reviews everywhere i mean arguably better call saul's performed just as well as breaking the, bad yeah, breaking but it didn't bad. capture the zeitgeist like right. that mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so so i mean as i mean what do you i mean do you think that this show well, I think so. Like what you're saying, I mean, I we've been on uh, on other uh, YouTube shows, and Nikki, I was going to ask you too in a second about your comments and people coming in. It's it's interesting. Some people said that it was going to like that House of the Dragon. You guys, I don't know. You guys are too hyped for it. Like I'm, pe- people have said they're not going to be in on it, and it's sort of like, yeah, you can look to Disney, you can look to Star Wars and other fandoms, and say you can have a misstep or whatever. These are huge freaking fandoms, and if you do something right, like if you do the right things, like this trailer is showing us that they're doing. They're, they're going about this the right way. You know what I mean? There's there's no reason to, to knee-jerk and do something completely different than what you did in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones had the recipe. It had all the things that you needed. They were there. Did they finish? Season 8, all that kind of stuff. That's a different topic. But, like, it's all there, and it's really it, – it was a really good recipe. So they're taking it and saying, let's take what's good. <clears throat> and and like Jimmy said, you know, you got to you gotta look at the writing. Does it make sense? Are we going to be tying, you know, different plot lines together and stuff like that? That's a big question mark still. But as far as the cinematography, the casting, all those other other things we see in the trailer, it's just like absolutely freaking lutely knocking out of the park. So, um, yeah. 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 And one and one th- quick thing just before I, w- I want to toss it to Nikki to get some thoughts on that, too. Um, just to remind uh, Miguel Sapochnik, I think is I don't mm-hmm. know how you pronounce his name. He's one of the he's like one of the lead showrunners. Mm-hmm. And he if you go back and you look at the episodes of Game of Thrones that he worked on, they're all like the massive battles um, he did. Hard home, which was a mm-hmm. super like where John fights the White Walker, and then like you know, we see the Night King having having an epic stare down. Um, he did the Battle of the Bastards, the Winds of Winter, which is my single favorite episode of uh mm-hmm. Ga- Game of Thrones. That's where the Sept of Baylor gets destroyed, and mm-hmm. then um also where John is pr- pronounced king in the north. 
and you get the flashback to Tower of the Joy. And then he also did the long night that, you know, that took the where the Night King is killed, took him 40, you know, like days or whatever to film. And then the bells, which is like the huge, you know, final battle mm -hmm. at King's Landing where Daenerys is just, just you know, burning everything down. So, I mean, yeah. this guy's worked on like massive scale battle productions. And that's what this whole story is, mm -hmm. is Targaryen Civil War. So I just wanted to, just so to our listeners, like, just because we had talked a little bit about, like, who some of these people are. Um, he's also worked on Alter Carbon, Iron Fist. Oh, Looks like he kind of just comes in and does um, a few, you know, a, a few episodes. Mm -hmm. But then he's also done stuff. He did stuff on Fringe. He did stuff on House. Which, um, like, I've I've seen clips of it. You know, like it's kind of a fun show, but it's like a very drama story. The dialogue's phenomenal, and then the dialogue's yeah. phenomenal. So it's like I see both sides of the thing, and then I think I can handle it. So just wanted to uh, get that in there. So uh, Nikki, so you know, what are your thoughts, kind of on like coming out of season eight? Like, you know, what are you seeing, kind of in your some of your comments and stuff like that? Um, yeah, um, I mean, it, it's kind of nice. I'm trying to be very, I'm being very careful with what I discuss because I think the majority of my comment section haven't read Fire and Blood. So I don't want to spoil it. Um, you know, I'm always encouraging people, you know, go and get the books. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not my place to ruin that for you. Um, and perhaps not do the story justice. So what I'm kind of seeing is people who haven't read the books are so disappointed and, and hurt by the way that season eight ended. They are not sure if they want to invest themselves in House of the Dragon to just be let down again. So it's trying to explain that, no, it's it's different showrunners. It, it's not D&D. &D. Um, George R. R. Martin's going crazy for this, which mm -hmm. tells me that it's a good thing. So um, yeah, jump in headfirst, straight in the deep end, because I do think it is going to be good. Um, I'm very positive about it. But I do understand why so many people are kind of like, I don't know if I've got the emotional energy to jump into this and just be completely let down. Um, so I do get it. So I think for anybody feeling like that, I would definitely say it's worth taking the risk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so uh, many variables you don't have to worry about when it comes to to this team. And, and this has just been the, my, my mission statement from the get-go, trying to – I'm not going to – argue with anybody to say hey you got to watch it or anything but the the problem with season seven and eight because i believe seven was just as bad as eight um was D, D. they're the only ones not back like largely everyone who made this show a success is back uh i also believe that george is not dumb i think george knows yeah. the reception that season eight got and i think that he probably more than ever was like let's make sure this is good guys like let's make sure that i i can kind of sign off on these things and we do know he's been a lot more involved he's not writing full episodes uh which is good news for us book fans uh but he <laughs> is he is having a hand in how the writing process is going in the production of the show which which in my opinion just like i think he said that's a good thing george seems very optimistic about this and you can kind of tell whenever he talked about season right. seven and eight you know oh they kind of <laughs> went off the script here a little bit but i'm really proud of D and what they did you know because he's not gonna i mean he can't <laughs> dumpster yeah. but he seems genuinely excited and one of the things that we've noticed is that george is writing a lot more um i know there was an update like a couple months back that a lot of people took negatively which i i actually didn't which is strange no. uh, i i read it optimistically and then his most recent update was very optimistic talking about the end of the winds yeah. of winter um so the fact that this might be pumping some lifeblood into Georgie boy. I mean, come on railroad. Martin's putting the pen to paper. I'm ready. Uh, hey, <laughs> he's laying some track and he's, uh, he's, he's I mean, laying pipe. 
Wow. Uh, I, okay, I, J- Jimmy, what you said was really, really important because, and and uh, like Nikki, to, to your listeners and people out there who are wondering, yeah, do I invest in this? Can or I, I invest just, in this or whatever? Should I just get it out, Jimmy? Just oh, my. oh, I wish I had time. <laughs> <laughs> get the get the railroad. You hat. have done Jimmy R.R. Martin on my channel before. He has, oh, Jimmy. The yeah. full beard and everything. Uh, I had the suspenders, too. You yeah, know. I didn't even know they still made suspenders. I didn't know we were dressing up for this episode. I, I, I did. I God did. dang it. <laughs> but no, you know, on, on George R. R. Martin, I mean, like, that's the thing. He now has um, this is not like a book he has to finish. He's not giving D&D a set of like here, like, like, right. here's what ha- here's the ending. Here's what happens um, or, or whatever. And you guys try to try to get there. And they're like, well, hold on a second. We like didn't right. get there and nor are we going to give it the time. Because like, that's something that Jimmy's always said to me is that there wasn't enough time. Like they did, they didn't go to the number of seasons that they probably should have to fill yeah. in what George thought that they should do. So the reason it doesn't work is because they're like, no, we have to do it in eight. And he's like, you need like 10, like if not more. And and here's where you have to get to. And so now it doesn't make right. sense. So they don't have that same problem with this show because right. it's an outline and they can pick and choose. There's a freedom. Uh, like you said, those guys are out. And so you have people now who are on board. George is working on it. They're passionate about it. I think it's me. I think they're not going to park. Really. Raymond's doing the soundtrack, which the music in this trailer was. I mean, if you didn't, if your heart didn't get pumping, and then the little Game of Thrones main entry theme mm-hmm. dying yeah. at the end. Yeah, you know, I will be because I, I talked. We talked as and I talked about that in our trailer breakdown was the score, um, mm-hmm. and how I how I think they should go about it. And I am actually shocked at the amount of people that sent me messages on Instagram and Twitter, and they are all saying the same thing, where they're like, the score has to be. Like, and I, not that it's going to be, but just like how they would do it. Um, and they all, I was actually kind of, everyone kind of agreed. And we said, I think you go the Star Wars route where yes, you, you can bring in new elements and new themes, but I would still keep that sort of core theme yeah. there. Just rechange it. Like, you know, Star Wars, the original movies, you know, four or five and six have, they introduce all that music, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go back to episodes one, two, and three. It's still the Star Wars theme, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But then in episode one, we get um, Duel well, of Fate, right? Yeah. And it's the, now this new theme that gets brought in. And then we get the like the anime, Anakin Padme theme, and it gets brought in. And then you go to the sequels, and you know the one thing about the sequels is the music was still good, right? I yeah. mean, it's still it's yeah. still John Williams, it's still great. And then you go to like the Mandalorian, and as we're expanding this stuff out, and you have a different composer the ludwig i can never pronounce his last name but anyway he comes in and he's bringing in all these new star wars themes but it still feels the same but you bring in new stuff so um and we have the exact same composer here uh ramen javaldi i i had to look up how to pronounce his name yeah like, uh, ramen or raymond i i don't know yeah um, how it's to the say last it. name it's the last name it's like javaldi I but think he's is how he's you pronounce the jam it. i mean he's amazing he's so good yeah he's so good <laughs> um but so yeah, I think you keep some of that same similar Game of Thrones music and stuff like that. Like, I was shocked in the, that the trailer, by the way, starts and he, and it's like people listening who like who in their support and it's like you know Stark, Roderick Stark. I was like, oh. whoa, like, yeah, <laughs> dude. When that name dropped and and, and I like when they were, you could tell like they were they were swearing something. I told you this when I watched it, and I don't know, like Nikki, if you guys got this as well. I got chills. When I heard them swearing, I was like, it's, it's like a it's like just like a ceremonial type of thing. It's like a big deal. Like we're setting up everything there. I mean, that's that's it. Like like we swore loyalty here. OK, so when you call the banners, these guys are going to come. That's that's exactly what we set yeah. up there. And so they showed us that and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, this is sick. 
Yeah, I think yeah. uh I think it's because the world has been so well realized and like we know what the swearing an oath means, right? Yeah. Uh in, yeah. in, in this. And and that's where like all the groundwork like the subconscious groundwork that's been laid in Game of Thrones. Like we know the great houses. Um, we know, you know, the what it means to be brought into the Red Keep to swear fealty. Like those are big things. We remember Joffrey having people come in and do that. Um, so those are like subconscious things that will pay off the Game of Thrones did years and years back that will still make this feel like a, a you know, a congruent world, really. Um, yeah. I linked a picture here in our private chat. I don't yep. know if we can pull it up. I, I didn't it. know this. I just saw winnerscoming.net tweeted this as, as we're sitting here. Um, Rhaenyra's chain in the trailer. Th and this is the little details that we don't have to worry about. Those are all the house sigils of the kingdoms. Wow. What? Yeah. Uh, Targaryen's in the middle. Okay. And then over there on the right, uh, it starts to become all of the other house sigils. These are little details <laughs> that like I you're right. Know. Are I those mean, the people that swore to her, or like like the? That's all the, the kingdoms, right? So six kingdoms. because yeah. Dorn Dorn does oh, not. Oh, it's got Dorn all of them. Oh, it's got all one, two. Okay. Yeah. I am still, and I I say it every time. I am still baffled at the young actresses they have for uh, Rhaenyra and Alyssa, and, and just how she because they look they look just like they're like their little sisters. Like it's yes. so shocking, so sweet. I, so. I, have, uh, I have a question for uh, Nikki, uh, because I know that before we went uh, to record, you know, we kind of talked about um, changes right between the song of ice and fire and what happened in game of Thrones and how, you know, that has been a really cool bridge for us to bring people into the books. Um, what level of changes do you expect from this show? Um, and what level would you be okay with? Um, because I think that that's a really important distinction to make as we head into an adaptation of something that is more of a historical context rather than a, uh, you know, fluent narrative. I struggle with this and I, I say often, I have to admit, um, I always have have trouble separating the books from the show. Hmm. Um, and as you've said, it is an adaptation. So I've always said the way that season eight ended and how all those plots tied up. Um, I really liked them, provided that they've been drawn out. So mm -hmm. I think as far as changes go, um, like you say, we've got differing accounts from unreliable narrators. We don't know who's telling the truth yet. Yeah. I don't have a problem with any changes as long as it fits in with sort of like the core elements of the content itself, if that kind of makes sense. So as long as it's done yeah. well and it makes sense, they can do what they like um that's kind of where i stand on it yeah i don't know, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it i i would actually agree with you largely i think staying uh true to the central form not only of the theme like the thematic value of the story but also to the way that the show has been executed to this point right uh which is something that could happen in this show that's a little bit different than game of thrones that i think people should you know kind of brace themselves for is that the this could have a lot of time jumps um, if they are going to do one or even two seasons. And I think that a quicker pace is probably likely. Um, and I think that's okay. It doesn't have to be as long and drawn out as Game of Thrones. The problem with uh, the later seasons of Game of Thrones is that the pace flipped so fast. Right. And we're all just yeah. like, whoa, 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 easy, easy, easy. Um, but if this show were to start at that kind of pace and keep that pace throughout, it's fine. Um, pacing can vary in storytelling and you can have a really slow burn that works and you can also have a very fast paced action, you know, packed uh, pace that works. Uh, it's about 
being consistent and knowing when to ramp up and turn down, uh, which is what the last season I think had a lot of trouble with um, yeah. in, in the original show. But I think House of Dragon has a chance to actually be a little bit quicker, which might even capture more of a general audience than before. Um, but I also think that when you have Matt Smith and these other talented actors, we're going to have a lot of slow, rich dialogue uh, that yeah. that's going to be awesome. But I think it's very important for this show to have consistent pacing. Um, and that is going to be one of the bigger challenges that it's going to face us along with hopefully the writing, you know, uh, is up to par. So, yeah, I would, I, I think, I think this show has a five season. I feel like five seasons would be like, I, perfect. I don't know that I would go above five. I, I, I mean, I think you've got, I mean, minimally, I think you've got three seasons. Like if you really, just in terms of that whole arc. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you've got three, but I would say I would say five. I wouldn't do any more than like seven. Seems like that seems like a lot for, for less this. is more for me. I'd be happy with like two, three, honestly. I just I two seems too short. I I just I, I feel like I feel like you're at three minimum. I think you get it though. Yeah, I think four could be like a happy medium there. Yeah. Because the yeah. pro, uh, one of the one of the uh, things that this show could run into. Um, that Game of Thrones started to run into a little bit, I think maybe towards the end, although everything we hear from the actors uh, is them saying like they were willing to do more. Um, but, you know, and you see this with every big show is that the 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 budget increases just because you have to pay the salaries of these people and they want to start to move on and do other things in Game of Thrones. A lot of these actors didn't really come in with like a ton of um renown i guess to them you know i mean like sean bean does as your first character but then he's killed off in episode one or season one excuse me liana hetty's probably at that point your second biggest mm -hmm. actress because she was in she was in like the she was like the terminator sarah Con connor chronicles and she had been in some other stuff too but i mean you know amelia clark wasn't anything Kate harrington wasn't there's was a lot of those people were kids you know mm -hmm. yeah. um Whereas with this, you're coming in with some people who are already like pretty, you're a little more established. I mean, Matt Smith's like he was in Doctor Who. He was just in, I know it's the Crown, not that right. The Crown. He was just he was just in. I mean, it's not. It wasn't a good movie, but I mean, still he was in Morbius, which is a superhero movie. It's not his fault that the movie sucked. Uh, but you, but you know what I mean. It's like so you're already getting cast in these like big roles. He was supposed to be in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. The, so, I mean, he's all, so you've already got him and he's like going to be like throughout. But we are also again, we are also starting to see a shift where you see these mega stars saying, hey, we actually want to do some of these series. I mean, Henry Cavill's all on board to keep doing The Witcher. I mean, he's Superman. Yeah. He's in Mission Impossible. So, yeah, I don't know, guys, when I heard Matt talking there about these actors being willing to do more, I just mushroom popped into my head and i thought where is he going with that where are you going with this man? Oh, no oh, i'm kidding mushrooms a little devil are we that's another question we're we gonna see him oh we better um, see mushroom I, riot it's a whole element to the show that they i, I feel like you know i, I want to see those things same thing like nikki said i'm like wondering like how far like I, matt was showing pictures up here on the screen uh yeah. over on our youtube and you had sir Kristen cole up there right and i was just like that guy is such a flip-flopper you know he goes right. he goes so back and forth I'll be interested to kind of figure out like was is is he does he love anybody is is he being is he doing this for for political gain like where yeah, did his loyalty lie 
this is a lot this isn't just actually an impact uh for house of the dragon but this is an impact for the main book series because jamie lannister has many thoughts about cole in the main series talking about the kingmaker and what you know what was his duty and what was his honor and he i think he almost i mean cole is very polarizing in the history yeah so finally seeing like what decisions he actually make did he go to rhaenyra all these things actually has a lot of impact on um the books if we take this as canon so uh when i did my recent read through i noticed how many times cole cole's name came up in jamie's inner monologue um so i think that ah man i'm just really excited and i think that's the beauty of like fire and blood and um all of the history that george has put out into his world is like it's not just some like mindless cash grab um i've saw people like explain it that way like it's a mindless cash grab it's just some history no all of it seems to be intertwined Uh, right you know even when i was reading fire and blood and there's some lost eggs in that book and i'm like oh no are those the ones that showed up in the main series probably who knows right um and these questions are why we continue to reread and why we get excited about new shows uh and this show is i'm sure going to answer a lot of the questions that we had yeah you know it's um interesting as when as and i was do we're doing our first read through of um duncan egg actually we went back and we started to look at when they were written so like if you go back and you look he wrote like he wrote game of thrones and then he wrote you know like uh clash of kings stuff like that but at the same time he's writing the duncan egg series mm-hmm. and you can see so many parallels uh oh, yeah. like between the two like like make our targaryen starts to get referenced like at the after he's introduced him in in dunk in dunk in duncan egg uh and so he it is this very interconnected thing and it's still cool stuff too um like as and i talked about it the other day and we've talked about it before i totally hope this is just a huge wish for me is you know it's all this it's all targaryens assassinating each other have a have a faceless man kill somebody off and bring back the actor who plays jack and hagar because that yeah. would just be so sweet because it's just they they just wear the faces and that would be I mean, something that would that, be like, wild. That would trend on Twitter. That like Twitter would be would blow up that day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, be wild. Uh, and just real quick, so Jimmy brought this up. I wanted to mention this just uh, this year. So yeah, it's, it, the 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 kingmaker, you know, set brother against sister, divided the king's guard against itself, bringing on terrible wars of the singers that the singers named the Dance of Dragons. Some claimed he acted from ambition, uh, for Prince Aegon was more, you know. Uh, tractable than his willful older sister like that's that's the kind of stuff that this was mentioned that it's just there and so it's kind of cool to think that we're going to get to see this guy so i don't know like like all those little elements i mean tie-ins to the series faceless men assassinations i mean like jimmy said earlier too everything's been built it's all there you do have a really good foundation to kind of build out from so i don't know this this is going to be exciting um nikki is there like a particular character you're like excited to to see like more of um in it, I mean, I, I don't know because I, I know you do a lot of Jamie content over on TikTok. So I brought up <laughs> Sir Christian Cole. I don't yeah. know if this is like, is he going to step on the screen and, you know. <laughs> um, No, I'd, I'd, it, I really like what you guys are saying about Sir Christian Cole because, you know, one of the narratives that we get about um, Rhaenyra is that the time that she spends with Damon is because she's completely in love with Sir Christian Cole. So mm-hmm. how are we going to see that relationship and then obviously when Viserys dies Kristen flips he wants to crown Aegon he wants to support that so 
that is very much the sort of dynamic that I want to see. Like you guys are saying, where does that flip come in? When does he decide that, oh, actually, no, this is where my loyalties lie and right. why? Um, so I'm totally, totally with you guys on that one. That's an interesting one that I definitely want to see. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be probably one of the points of the show that a lot of people will latch on to because there are parallels to Jamie. Um, and that's very on purpose. Like George obviously brings up Cole in his chapters for a reason. And I think that's actually the piece I'm most excited for. And then possibly, and I don't want to spoil anything, but war, the war on the steps where Damon yeah. goes down and kind of makes his own kingdom. I hope that, I could see that being cut because I don't necessarily think it's, I don't know if it's necessary net, like, you know, for the narrative, but I like that piece in fire blood. And also that could like, be a, the yeah, scene uh, would that, be dope. Yeah, that could be like the war in the steps is the way I would almost do that is you end a season with him saying, like, I'm going to go do this. And then you start a season with like, you know, like a battle and he's like finishing it. And then it's kind of like that way you could kind of have it. Yeah. You don't have to show the whole thing, but you can have him, you know, do 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 some of that. Um, where do you guys think? Because hasn't ever talked about this. If you look at the trailer, um, it doesn't look like we get much outside of like Driftmark and King's Landing. Do you do you think we're gonna see any other anything really outside of that in season one, Nikki? Do you, do you think we're gonna? What do you like? What what areas do you think we're gonna kind of see in season one? Hmm. Well, this is what I've been trying to work out. So, how far into this story are we going? Because you know, just before Viserys dies, um, Rhaenyra and Daemon run off to Dragonstone. Yeah. That's, yeah. do you know what I mean? So I, I don't know if they're withholding all the exciting stuff from the trailer. Um, so yeah, th I, th I think it's it's difficult to judge without knowing how far through we're going. If we're gonna, is the story gonna span across a few seasons? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you guys reckon on that one? I think that's the biggest question of all, right? Like, are we getting the entire dance in one season? Mm. There's just no way. I would That's hope. Just, I would hope not. Way too much. No. I would hope not. Um, because this could be so good if drawn out. Um, yeah. I think it does look. Down. It does yeah, look I, as though they might have gone to. Do you know what I mean? Run off, and done their secret little marriage. You know that that yeah. um that clip where I said oh when they you know they looked at each other. Yeah, I do wonder is that going to be the ending of that season before everything really does kick off, or are they going to move that up in the in, in the history to to get that relationship started? You know what yeah. I mean? Do you think? Um, here's a question because we see a lot of young Rhaenyra and young um, uh, Allison Hightower. Um, do you think it's going to be like? Because I think as and I were talking about this the other day, it's like maybe we get like five episodes where it's like young and then we get a time jump to current day that could happen. See, I, Cause I don't, I think, I don't even think there's, I think Viserys dies in like episode nine. Like, I think like, I think season one ends with like the dance kicking off, not like mm. the battle over the God's eye. And all. I think that's like, cause I mean, there's, I just don't see how they would want to keep this like, as a mini series, I think it's got to be two to three seasons, especially right now, because you need, you need content. I mean, well, one thing to you note need content to compete with Netflix and everybody. Well, certainly. And, and one thing to note is that they didn't cast like, uh, you know, some schmo in the series role. Um, yeah. I always forget his name. Um, 
he's a, he's a Stein. yes he's a fantastic actor he's in Peaky Blinders yeah and he has he's been in a lot of stuff he was in True Detective or something I've watched recently oh The Outsider uh, he was in The Outsider adaptation uh, he's really great actor um, so they're going to get a lot out of him so I actually agree with you I would be shocked if if he were to uh, exit stage left uh, earlier in the season that ain't, that ain't might even be the midway point uh, the mid-season climax um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that um, I think we'll see Old Town for sure uh, Dragonstone's obvious right um, trying yes. to think of anything else we won't see the north I don't think we'll see any of the north I don't think we will too uh, there's no reason right um, yeah I wish they were a little bit more um, transparent with the timeline uh, I, I wish I knew a little bit more from that um, but we still have a lot of time. I keep forgetting the show doesn't come out next month. It comes out in August. <laughs> right. They, the fact that they dropped a trailer this soon is, is wild, but they know what they're doing. They know they're releasing right next to the Tolkien show, and they're going to have a couple episodes out before that. Um, they really put the heat on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, you know. I don't want to be a hater on the Lord of the Rings show, but I don't know, man. The trailers don't even stack up, stack up for me. Now, as is the Lord of the Rings guy too, and I love the, I love I, it, but I love Lord of the Rings. I'm excited but, for the show, but right. if you listen to the, like, if you go and poll people, oh yeah, not, right. I don't know a ton of people that are like hype, hype for the Tolkien show. A it's lot of people so are very different. apprehensive. It's so, it, it, like, right. and, and the trailer for sure. I give people this: like when you compare trailer to pay, like like trailer and what's going on. Not even close. Yeah. Not, right. not even close when you when you see it. Like if they would have come out with something like an ep like they're not rolling out anything epic epic, like no 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 dialogue, no real good dialogue between people or like rolling into a kingdom or to a hall and someone yeah. speaking and something. They're not really doing that kind of I stuff. actually no, I no. think the Wheel of I think the Wheel of Time trailer was better than the Lord of the Rings trailer. I'm not saying the show will be I the show will probably will probably be a little bit better <laughs> than Wheel of Time season one. Yeah, I thought but I think the Wheel of Time good. trailer was the Wheel of Time trailer actually was it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. a good trailer. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I just think that shows the confidence that they have in this show. Um, I'm very curious to see if they like, you know, kind of what Nikki was saying. Are they going to move up maybe Damon and Rhaenyra's relationship? Like, are we going to see that like very early? Like, not even say that we'll get to that point, but like, what if they just pick it up and say, well, for narrative purposes, let's put this here. Um, I would assume that George would have a probably a big hand in that. And he he's written for TV all of his life. So uh, I, I feel like he would he would know what concessions to make in, in the timeline. So I'm excited. I, I really I think we all are kind of like subtly saying we really hope that it's not just like one season and they just cover the history and we're done. I think we all want it to yep. be an epic drama. Um, yeah. It can be Game of Thrones S, just like Better Call Saul is very much, you know, um, Breaking Bad in, in a lot of ways. So, right. Um, you know, some other things in this trailer, I just want to point out that I guess we don't really think, you know, I just sort of didn't think didn't think about. But I mean, is that dark? That's dark sister, right? I mean, he Damon mm -hmm. has dark sister. The yeah. Steel sword. Yeah. yeah. Like also kind of like. Go ahead. I was going to say, what about when Hightower is wearing her green dress? Right. The black yeah. dress, yeah. the greens. Yeah. I got well, so excited. I was like, oh, and man. in the in the initial trailer, I like the dagger that she's using. I mean, that's the cat's paw dagger. The cat's paw know? dagger, dude. Like stuff like that. Like you didn't that did not need to be that dagger. Oh, no, yeah, that's on purpose. That's yeah. that's. Yeah. That's definitely on purpose. Like that thing kills the kills the Night King, and like this shot is so <laughs> sick, man. With like the dragon. Yeah. Now, see, at first we were kind of like, "What is that building?" 
because it's just it's at a different angle. Oh like, yeah, it was. Yeah. That's the red keep. It's just that's at a. Keep, it's, just, yeah. it's just a. It's just we've never seen it like from that from that angle. And so what, first everyone, fourteen dragons yeah. in this at this time. Seventeen. Right? Seventeen, 17 dragons. Yeah. I mean, that's something that we're gonna have to get used to as viewers. Like we're not, you know, they were they were special and they still are special, but like they're much more like animals uh, or pets rather. Um, in this they're, show, you know, they're everyone, gonna have names. You, have you got a characters. dragon. You have a dragon. Yeah. Whatever. Yes, it's like Oprah. Boom, yeah, boom, boom. Man. Exactly. <laughs> Look under your seats. You've got a dragon. Okay. Borman Baratheon. Let's go. Yeah, Borman Baratheon. And then like I love this shot right here too of um of a series. And I love what the, I love the way they did the Iron Throne because yes. you know, obviously because it's obviously they didn't do it like the way it's done in the books, but to do it this way with all of the swords being around it. You can mm -hmm. see Robert Baratheon later when they changed the Iron Throne coming in back. Like, You're all this crap, you know, like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that was a very smart change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You had you had to change it up a little bit. Uh, and it'll be those little things that say, oh, this is a different time period. Like, that's not yeah. what that looked mm -hmm. like. And then right here, he's got Blackfire, um, which as and I were talking, you know, there's so many small little things that they could they could say that they did if you go back into game of thrones um when joffrey is talking to jamie and he's they're looking at the white book and joffrey's kind of making you know uh making fun of jamie he's he's like looking at all the different names and all the stories and he's like "Ooh, arthur dane he's like "Ooh, wow duncan the tall his story's big and he's like well, what about you uncle and he like flips to him and he's like you know there's not a lot there but jamie says to him well there's still you know plenty of time but joffrey's like upset at him um yeah. so like that's like a tiny little nod that they did to like Duncan the tall and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was saying like, you know, you could do something with like, just cause we see it in the trailer, like Blackfire here, you could say something where it's like somebody, somebody gives him his sword before he's going out to stand here. And it's like, Oh, well it's got a new pommel. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, your new pommel's finished. Cause yeah. that's like a tiny little nod to all the people that are like long claws, Blackfire. You know what I mean? Like just, like tiny little stuff like that that I think they're gonna do because it looks like, I mean the trailer just looks. I mean it looks like it's in really good hands. That's you know, oh right, yeah. right. Uh, something real quick I wanted to bring up and Nikki because you you've talked about this like where are we gonna go and then we you guys have been talking about like how many seasons we're gonna have. We we have a situation where, and this is you know spoilers. There's an outline out there. We we tell people here we're gonna talk about some of the spoilers. Um, you have a situation where like. Like Rhaenyra to strengthen her claim, she loses Sir Kristen Cole's affection or whatever it is because of the the marriage to the Valerians, right? Uh, to Lenor. And then you have the whole Harwin Strong stuff happen, right? And then you have the little fighting and little bickering and stuff and all those things that go down. So like there's a lot just in that, like before anything happens with King Viserys, that can go down. There's a lot of little uh like like, like tourneys and things, like like Sir Kristen Cole is like knocking the heck out of Allison Hightower is like champions and stuff, right? And and winning her favor or whatever. But is he also getting close to her uh, to to Allison at the same time? Like, I feel like you have to have some build, and for us to really like these characters and and see some of the plotting and see some of the whispering and stuff, and then say, okay, yeah, like then we get to some of these bigger battles. Because I had a map up earlier of all the of all the battles and all the things that you can do later on. But I don't know. Like, I just I just don't. I really don't know how far we're going to go in this. And I wondered, you know, just. Isn't there enough there just to kind of do a full half season on the prelude to all of this, right? I mean, or is this whole season just a, just just a prelude to, to the actual battle? You know, like King Viserys. When does he die in this? Is it? Are we going to see him all the way to the end, or, um, or is he going to stick? Her? You know what I mean? Like, 
I feel like there's just a lot. There's actually there's actually a lot that you could do. There's still a lot of stuff in the source material that you can um, kind of elaborate on. So, any thoughts? Any takers? I mean, I think that it's tough. It's tough to say. Uh, I, I think that's the biggest question mark, right? Is like, what where, what is the timeline of the show? Like, where do they begin? Does Viser- What if Viserys dies episode one? Which, Jesus, to, be, dude. to be fair, would actually be like a fine way to start a show. Um, that That's how a lot of fantasy books start. You know, King Dead. What happens now? Um, and that's kind of at the, at the uh, core of what the story is. Um, is that is that catalyst? But I do think it would be a benefit everyone if Viserys stuck around for at least like half the season to build that anticipation of knowing something's coming. Um, also, in like what manner that happens? Like, will that change in the show? That's a, that's a, that's a pretty wild question. Like, will there be a conspiracy about who kills King Viserys? Right. Um, so that's another drama point that you could add in to the show. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the biggest question right now. There's but. just a lot of killing, but but before you have that <laughs> smirk, but before you, I mean seriously, before you have that smirk between uh, Damon and and Rhaenyra, like look like what we're seeing. There's a lot of plotting and a lot of scheming, and Laenor, uh, you know, dying and Lena, and and then mm-hmm. there's, I mean, there's a lot of other things that that happen that take place that you could do, and depending on when they, they might move stuff around, right? They could do that. They could move uh, things around, but I just feel like they're still like, I, I, what I'm saying is, is it gives me a lot of hope like you can kind of pick and choose if you don't want to do everything you don't have to but for people wondering like what is there in this that you can do or we i mean there's a ton there's a ton oh, of yeah. little kind of like um plot points that i think you can that you can kind of flesh right. out and pull out like you could build up a big because a lot of people have not and are not like nikki was saying with some of her fan base they're not going to they're not watching they're not reading this book they don't know that they, no. they, they have no idea what these plot points are and so when she gets, you know, when she marries into the Valerians, like they don't know what they, they think. Maybe she's going to have a secret romance with this, with this, uh, you know, Kingsguard member. And then she's hooking up with Harwin Strong and not actually with Lainor. You know, I mean, there's so many things right there just in that one relationship that you can kind of build to. And then you get the Hightowers doing their own thing. I don't know. I just I just I hope people see all the potential and all those all those points um that that we can do and i really have no idea how you're going to pace it out because we've seen so many things with the young actors and then the uh older actors um yeah i just feel like there's there's a lot and it gives me hope so absolutely i do wonder how because in you know typically in any sort of series or um story you have the heroes and the villains we don't really have that in this story um Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I suppose, like, to, especially towards the end of Game of Thrones, it was very clear that Jon Snow was your good guy. Um, and I feel like the books do a much better job of um, sort of blurring the lines between good and evil um, and really making you question who you should be rooting for. And I think especially with the whole um, greens and blacks, there's there's no sort of, you know, they're both diabolical in their own way. They've both yes. got decent claims so I'm really interested to see how they spin this story given that there is no clear good or bad guy if that makes sense so I think that will depend yeah. Yeah, that it will influence a lot how they tell the story yeah I think Rhaenyra will be the uh quote-unquote baby face I think she will yeah. be the uh the good guy at first mm-hmm. but knowing what we know she has to be turned or it or they ride it all the way out and it becomes a tragic story um 
yeah. which I dare say has some similar vibes to, to uh, the original show, um, which I could see a lot of people being upset with. Uh, so that that's an interesting thing that, that we can probably talk about. But uh, I think Rainier is going to be the good guy, good, good girl or whatever the baby face. That's how I always say it. Uh, so she'll be the baby face, at least for the first half of this television show. And then it will come to a point uh, kind of much like Daenerys, where does she do some heinous things to achieve her goals? Uh, and, and what's the cost of that? I also think Corlys Valerion could probably be a really good character that like people are pretty even on throughout the entire show. Um, and also, I'm just pumped to see what Corlys Valerion does. <laughs> um, I think that actor's going to do a wonderful job. Um, but yeah, you are right. I think that like, you know, Jon Snow, uh, Arya, like the Starks, for instance, I mean, they are the the people we're supposed to be cheering for, for the most part. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you have that clear cut tribe in this. I think it's actually a little bit more about the individuals than ever before, which I mean, you still have that in, in, in a song by fire and game of Thrones, obviously, but uh, this even more. So uh, you're going to have to judge individuals by their actions um, and the tribe might not always align with their actions. So I think it's high drama, but uh, it, it is going to be yeah. a question of who we're going to root for. I think that line will be very clear. Uh, towards the end it has to be uh for it to come to a good resolution i think yeah wouldn't yeah. it be interesting if that like the whole so in this we root for like you have your your blacks and your greens and you really have people like polarized and like rooting mm -hmm. for different factions hardcore because they both have attributes of, of light and dark or good and bad or whatever like that may be the case because nikki's totally right there is like no straight clear cut like good guy at all yeah i think i, I yeah i think season one is if it's, I think it's ten episodes is what the rumors and everything um, have well or have said. Um, but I think I think you do it just like you did Game of Thrones. I would have Viserys die. Um, I would have all this build up between Alicent and, and Rhaenyra, both with them as younger and then older. I'd have Viserys die in episode nine, and then that's when you like episode ten is the, like we're going to war. Uh, mm -hmm. but I would have like some mm -hmm. fighting or something break out, you know, that isn't mentioned in the books just to sort of amplify it that like it's, it, we're going to war with, with each other is the way I would end season, end season one. Um, cause that's kind of like how game of Thrones season one ends is Ned Stark, you know, it starts out, John Aaron's dead and okay. The King's it's a murder coming. Mystery. Right. Yeah. It's a murder mystery. The King's coming. Like everything seems to be going okay for a little bit. Ned Stark goes down to King's Landing. Okay, we can see there's some tension here, whatever. And it just keeps building and building. Episode, it's like episode four. Uh, you know, Catelyn captures Tyrion. It's like, oh, what did you just do? And like that's what causes <laughs> mm -hmm. Jamie yeah. to stab. You know, to fight Ned in the streets and get captured. And then it seems like okay, now Ned is being put in this position where he could be looked sort of as a traitor, and his house is coming down, and he's having he's feuding with Robert over or should we kill Daenerys or not? And then he's like, I'm not hand of the King anymore. He walks out. And then right as he sort of uncovers the mystery, Robert dies. And then, okay, now it's Joffrey and everything. And the plan goes wrong. So like you want your first season to sort of end on a, like, Oh my God, like all hell is about to break loose. And that's yeah. where it starts in, in, in season two. So like season one, I, you know, the way I would view it is you you show Rhaenyra as like this is who we're gonna root for and everything, and then when Viserys dies, we're saying she should be in charge. Well, nope, because Allison's there, right? And so then I would have mm -hmm. the coronation of Aegon the Second be sort of just kind of like the way 
the way Joffrey takes over, that's probably how I would do season season one. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Sorry, you crack on. No, yeah, no, I, I no, no go, go ahead. No, go ahead, Nikki. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Nikki. Um, well, that's it, isn't it? Because the minute Viserys dies, Alison is straight into rounding up the council and saying, "Right, this is what I'm doing. We're crowning, we're crowning Aegon. That's, this is what's happening." And immediately starts to. So they, what is it that she does? She um, they make sure that Rhaenyra cannot get any word of her father's death until they have eliminated all of her supporters. So that would be an amazing episode, watching them round round everybody up um, mm-hmm. and work really hard to prevent her from getting that knowledge and getting a step ahead. So yeah, 100%, the way that Joffrey takes the throne, do that exact thing and end with it, with her and Damon finding out like, oh crap, okay. Yeah, you could even add... You could even add in some other elements that we don't have because one of the big mysteries is did Alicent kill Viserys? Because it's like she's just in the room with him. Yeah. We don't nec- mm-hmm. we don't know what happened. So you could even build it up a little bit more to where she's like already plotting um, there or she you know something to is we're gonna find out. So you'd have that yeah. too. Isn't you- she in the room? Isn't she in the room with King Jaehaerys too? When he. When, when, when he, he dies, dies. Old yeah, yeah, she, she was taking, he she is was dying, but yeah. yeah, right. She's taking care of him, yeah, that's right. I Mushroom said that even more might have happened. We don't know. She was taking care right. of him, that's what yeah. he said. But well, here's the question though is that too similar though? If you do that, because you are going to have people right. say, We've already done this before, like you, you know what I mean? Is, is that too similar? I think it's going to be different because of this. Like, you have a couple people in that room right afterwards, like Nikki was talking. What, what's his name? One of the Kingsguard, like uh, Darklin or, or, or Stefan or something like that? Yes. Yeah. He, ta- he takes off. I mean, he's a, he, he's in confrontation with Sir Kristen Cole. So I feel like you're going to have some, like, maybe a duel breakout or something, and they take the crown. Uh, right. And that was one of the pieces that Rhaenyra was like, okay, I have the crown. And he, like, gets away. But like Nikki said, it's, there's a long time until he can get over there. Um, so mm-hmm. they've went right on ahead and with the coronation so it's going to be a real different thing i don't think that happens in like matt said nine or ten yeah. or, or when it happens yeah. but it will be it'll be i think you the, know i think the big difference is that in game of thrones what sort of was the underlying thing was the lannisters were sort of there like illegally right like joffrey's a bastard so he's not even well so, yeah i mean and he's you know, supposed to be a baratheon like, but everyone basically <laughs> says lannisters right Right. Yeah. It's he's yeah, he's supposed to be a Baratheon, but he's he's from two Lannisters. He's actually a bastard, so he's actually what, like a what are the the rock or whatever they Stone. like that's like the one like the land the what is Stone, it? What is right? the bastard? Yeah, it's the bastards of the Westerlands is like the one that I always I, I always forget because I don't think there's like nobody who's like a prominent Isn't it bastard Stone? of the Westerlands. Hill. 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 Yes. Yes. Classic. Yeah, so yeah, so he should actually be Joffrey hill but you know whatever so but i think that's sort of the thing is you have that going on and you also have like the white walkers and like we're spread kind of all over the place in game of thrones with daenerys and so this is much more straightforward between who's actually just the rightful king um whereas like season two of game of thrones and and the books obviously is the war of five kings where everyone's pronouncing themselves to be kings and it was this Thing. Where here, I think it's just you, it's a little simpler in that it's. it's I think it's going to be. Story. Yeah, it's going to be the, from the viewpoint of Rhaenyra saying like, "Hey, 
because we already know we're going to see her say you're you're not allowed to be king like king or you know queen you're not you're not allowed to sit the iron throne because you're a woman so i think that's going to be sort of the 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 big sort of focal point and there's gonna and they have a ton of dragons and stuff like that too so it's gonna it is gonna be much more of a a civil war as opposed to a External song threat. of ice and fire right i mean yes. <laughs> like with yeah and even the different elements <clears throat> even the war of the five kings right it, i mean it's it's almost laughable how non-starter of like stannis's and renly's ar uh, armies are right like it's almost it <laughs> It's almost embarrassing. Like we never get full-fledged war in King's Landing at, at, other right. than Blackwater Bay, right? Mm -hmm. Where they get stomped out and then Stannis kind of does his thing until uh, whatever is going to happen with him in the books. Um, whereas this is like true civil war. There will be scheming, but most of it will be absolute you know, devastation. Um, right. And it will also come with dragons. And it's not you know, like Danny coming from over the sea. I mean, it's right here at home. Uh, and if you look from the perspective of the small people that live in King Flea's, Flea Bottom, for instance, uh, it's like two, uh, you know, two leaders in your country going to war with nuclear weapons. I mean, that, that's basically what this is. Um, so it's going to be all out civil nuclear war. It, it's yeah, it's going to be really fun to watch. And it is a lot more of a personal and scoped narrative. You won't be jumping across to the um, Dothraki Sea where, you yeah. know, some of the pacing slows down. Like you're not going to have any of that. Um, right. So I think uh, it'll, it'll be even a little easier to follow, probably for a lot of people. Um, and I do think that you're going to have a lot of time for um, those individual character moments. And I think Rainier and Chris uh, and Cole is going to be like probably yeah. the thing I want to see the most, honestly. So, yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, I, I want to say so because Nikki brought up something um, a bit back and I've been, it's just, I've been, it's been eating. I've been thinking about this. OK, like who's the hero in this story? And there is one actually, and from so we're talking about like like we're talking about what is known, what's been pitched, what's been said to us by the, by like audience members. We're we're listening, we're seeing this story. Viserys, they just showed us in the trailer. They swore that they would <laughs> that they right that they would back yeah. her claim. We all saw it, we all heard it, we all were there. We knew the will of the king. We knew the will of her father. Yep. Everyone in the realm knows it's not like it's some secret thing. It's a public thing, right? We knew she was on Dragonstone waiting to take that. She set up there. I do kind of feel like, at, you know, like Jimmy said, whether it ends up being this way the whole way or not, I think people are going to be on like backing her like crazy because like, no, what are you guys doing? The high towers are coming in and like usurping the throne. They're giving it to her younger brother. Now you get into the 101 AC council situation where it's like, no, well, it, you can't have a woman to the throne, okay? So we got to put this guy in there, and that's or or whatever it is. Maybe she writes some secret thing on a piece of paper before she kills him, Matt, and then that yeah. we realize the high towers are really the you know, like they're 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 not good. We should get behind Rhaenyra. I just feel like it's gonna be hard to hear everybody swear because I've never right. I've never declared one way whether I'm, I'm, I'm with blacks <laughs> and the greens, but now that I'm thinking about it, they all swore. <laughs> you know? So it's like, oh, it's hard, man. Oh. Yeah, I think, you know, the other thing is my my guess is like the season two trailer. This is what I would do is because uh, the season two trailer is where because season one, we're introducing House Valerian, which is very new for, you know, people who aren't like hardcore book readers like us. Um, so that's going to be your as well as the high towers. Like, OK, we're bringing in House Hightower. We're bringing in House Valerian. Now we've got these and two sides of the Targaryen family, essentially. Um 
So we're bringing all these people. Now, season two is once you sort of said, hey, hey, we're going to war. That's when you start. To, I think we're going to start to see like them gaining alliances and familiar places we've been to before. Emma Aaron. Right. Mm -hmm. We're going to the Vale again. Right. Jason Lannister. Right. Like. Yeah. And, so, and like, you know, then. Yeah. um, Yeah. Uh, Rickard Stark. And then, you know, I because the sickest the part i'm i'm most excited for and i hope we get it in the whole deal and like <laughs> I swear to if God. you however you end it season five or whatever is hour of the wolf man yeah okay. you're gonna yeah, uh, okay. yeah when he comes down he's like listen here this is how it's gonna be yeah. i'm like people people are gonna people are gonna lose their minds when they see like how stark come in and say hey this is how it is deal with it like yeah you yeah, made me come sure. all the way down here to your <laughs> your Southlands. I don't want to do this. Right. I'm gonna crack yeah. skulls and go home. God. Yeah. For a second, Matt, I thought you were gonna say uh, Oscar Tully or whatever is freaking. Oh, name. Kermit, oh yeah. Oscar Tully. Yeah, Kermit, I definitely. Kermit. I de Kermit, Oscar, and <laughs> no, that ain't, ain't making. Well, they're, 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 they're not. They're not. They're not making the. They're not making the cut. Uh, they do. I. I think. Is this the multiverse crossover that, we've I, been waiting for? I, I, I I think they do own. I think they do own Sesame Big Bird Street. Baratheon. Yeah, let's yes. go. Yes, it's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, uh, awesome. All right, anything? Um, anything else, guys? Do we want to? We can click through the trailer a little bit. I think and maybe just talk, uh, pinpoint some stuff here. Such just a good see. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Let's just click through before we we finish. There's a couple. I mean, there's just. But what did you guys oh, think? So Matt and I talked about the grittiness and the and the and the coloring and stuff. Did you like that, Nikki? Did you think that was um. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Yeah, 100%. And um, because I think I think the really interesting thing about Game of Thrones is when that first started, we were led to believe it was going to be something slightly different. Mm -hmm. um, and I always go back to that. Um, if you're not a book reader, the ending of um, season one, episode one. It's mind blowing. Yeah. If, if you're not that's expecting right. that. And then that's when you're kind of like, oh, God. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember watching it and going, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Aren't they brother and sister? That's not the yeah. thing." Like I remember, like being yeah. so gullible, yeah. you know, like, "Wait, wait, what?" Well, that—that's kind of it, isn't it? You kind of just think, "Oh, there's a, a little secret romantic affair going off." Like, "Oh, who's this?" Oh, it's the twins. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it very much was. I think we all thought it was going to be some kind of like just normal medieval political show mm -hmm. and it totally totally wasn't so yeah to, to kind of like have that super super grittiness in this um for people who don't know what is coming in this plot yeah 100 i think it needs to be painted to look similar to you know to, to to game of thrones but you know i've seen a lot of the uh, sort of comparisons made is that fire and blood makes um a song of ice and fire look like a tea party i don't think people know what to, you know people won't know what to expect i think people are going to be quite shocked by what happens in this um plot right but, um, yeah i absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but yeah the, I, I really do like the grittiness of it it is kind of it's it's same but different to mm -hmm. game of thrones if that makes sense at all mm -hmm. yeah i yeah. think i think you're right i think there's a lot of there's gonna be some shocking moments i think it's actually a little bit darker than Ga uh, game of thrones yeah. Um, and there's just so much drama. I do too. As and I were talking about it, and somebody actually uh, gave us a very good comment on it. Because um, as and I were talking about the grittiness and like just the different camera work and everything, it, it has this sort of I don't want to say like pirateness to it, but it's like we're getting a lot of 
this these darker tones like the cinematography mm-hmm. is slightly different um and sometimes just watching things uh go watch justice league and then watch Zack snyder's justice league and it's the same you know a lot of the same scenes but done with a different color palette and it sets a totally different tone um but somebody left a comment and they said it reminded them of harry potter and the half-blood prince uh where if you watch that movie it does have this darker just like the the um coloring of the scenes and everything is yeah. done in this darker more bluish tone and that's what i'm getting here too is so it feels it's hard to say like game of thrones is dark like sometimes you have to turn like this the brightness up to be able to see it uh <laughs> but there's a lot of like bright shots and king's landing and all this kind of stuff this just feels like everything's taking place at night mm-hmm. yeah. yeah a lot of uh smokiness like smoke ash yeah, yeah. Smoke yep. and ash, too. Yep. And then here's a character, too, we haven't talked about, but it's right. like she's there's a lot of pictures of her. It's like Damon's sort of paramour. Like, she, uh, pa- she have powers. Does she is she is she dabbling in the dark arts? Is she wearing uh any sort of glamour? What's going on? You know, mm-hmm. Melisandre vibe. Hmm, I mean, yeah. can you look up her name it? real quick? As yeah, Masaria, uh, is that what is it? Masaria? Yeah, I don't remember her at all. If there was ever a Targaryen in our in our world, it'd be Matt Smith. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the dude just looks like a Targaryen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I am. I, I. I. cannot stress enough how like stoked I am that Matt Smith is 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 in yeah. this because yeah, like I've like just go watch some Doctor Who because to me like that is like the the truest example of how like amazing he is because Doctor Who is it's a I mean it's a drama you know it's a dramedy there's you know there's comedy there's fun parts but like some of the stuff is like, so like in a way corny, like some, you know, so, like, cause mm-hmm. they, they still use like the same designs that they've used in the sense, like the 1960s for some of like the, you know, aliens and robots and stuff like that. And for him to like cut through that, not the doc, not the doctor who is bad or anything. Cause David Tennant and a lot of the people who played the doctor have done an amazing job at doing that, but it's almost like he's so good that he like goes above that like level which is like that it's so he's so amazing. He is about to seriously win an insane amount of awards. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And just real quick. So at this point, you have this shot up here and we'll talk about it here. So this is like, again, Lady Misery um, and she's from Liss, right? So she's Prince Damon Targaryen's paramour, unless I'm wrong, right? That's what her name is. I think she's, she's right. been cast uh, in, in that role. Um, and yeah, so she is actually one of his favorite dancers there and becomes pregnant with his child. And he brings, he has, he, he gave his paramour a dragon egg for the child, which angered yeah. uh, King Viserys, and he orders right, Damon right. to return the egg, right, and, and yeah. send her back. So that's all that kind of stuff when King Viserys is still alive that I was mentioning that these things can happen, that they, they can go. Isn't he carrying an egg right there with her, too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Carrying egg. yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, there's just, there's so many little things. Because I think at first he's going to be this, this you know, Damon's going to be this, uh, I, he gets under people's skin. He gets under his brother's skin. Um, he, he, even the sea snake for a, for a hot second auto high tower quite a bit. And then like, there's a lot of back and forth. And in the end, I mean, he's doing stuff with Rhaenyra. That's not, not necessarily uh, good early on. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So not, say the not least. necessarily. Yeah. And, and then right. like, if she comes out as our person, we're getting behind. And then like, he's her, it, it does, uh, like if we know he's more of, um, if we, if we view Rhaenyra as more innocent and more just like next in line should be the one to sit the throne and then we see this guy who's doing all this weird stuff with um lady misery and and and, and violating different you know just not being the the best of of character uh then and he's 
he ends up being with her, I think we're all going to be like, God, is it him or is it her? What's yeah, it's going to be all drama packed. And, you know, yeah, and Reyna plays a role in this as well. I mean, we see Reyna yeah. talking to Rhaenyra. Yeah. Um, God, yep. so many I, characters. I, I by the way, Valerian. I think I think House Valerian looks freaking sick. Oh, he looks yeah. dope. Like, he looks amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, I and I, you know, I don't, I don't know how it is over there in the in the UK, but here in America, there's a lot of idiot people that have a big problem with them being cast as black and. Uh, mm -hmm. I I think they look freaking sweet. He man. looks awesome. He, he's an accomplished <laughs> actor. I mean, it's going to be awesome. He looks incredible, and it makes sense to me. And hasn't George R. R. Martin himself said that he wishes that he hadn't made the Valiants so pale like the Targaryens? These guys are seafarers. They are out and about doing stuff. It makes mm -hmm. so much more sense that they would look right. totally different to the Targaryens right. and that they would have darker skin, in my mind anyway. Yeah. Um, I think he looks incredible. I think all the Valyrians look, look amazing, and it yeah. makes perfect sense to me. That would be well, like also, having also, an entire. Go ahead. Oh, so you're, I think we we're about to say the same thing. What do you want? What do you want to have an entire cast of characters that are like, yeah, you know, pale blonde hair? That's like it's going to get confusing and yeah, who's stupid. who? I'll say it'd be like having an entire like desert, uh, you know, culture of people, and they all have red hair and pale skin. Hey, uh, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> that's a wheel of time. That's a wheel of time. Rip Robert guy. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Robert Jordan. Jeez. Terrible. Right. Yeah, Borman Baratheon, man. Dude, yeah. I'm ready. I got his great great grandson over here. Look at this. Right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and I love, I mean, again, I love the love the oh. way they did the the way they did they did the Iron Throne there. Um so sweet. And we get like a we get some maester back here. Um mm. and we've seen we've seen in a couple seen in a couple shots. 21.8 million views on Twitter, by the That's way. Just no, That's just, just Twitter. That's just Twitter. That's just Twitter. Yeah. While we're watching this, I'm gonna go see yeah. how many it has on YouTube. The costuming and everything too. I will say, and this is something I've talked about where again, like I think people forget, like um, they had to create all this stuff for the first time when they did Game of Thrones, like season one. Like now you have like you've got the green screen, you know, it's all set up like you, yeah. you've done the costuming. You've had eight years of experience for bringing all these people because the costuming here. I mean, if you look at the costuming here compared to the costuming in Game of Thrones season one, it's like not even close. Oh, um, not at all. Not not even like remember, go watch. Go watch the pilot of Game of Thrones and look at Tyrion's like surfer beach bleach blonde, you know, hair. Like yeah. It's yeah. So, like so weird. Ten million views uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the sh the shots here too. I mean, right in the city, Matt Smith just looks again so awesome. Regal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there she is. Yeah. The Let's yeah. go. The queen, queen never, never was, was too. and she's somebody who I think you know people are sleeping on, but I think she's going to be you know very 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 good. Um, mm -hmm. very very good in this, and then like this shot right here, that's just such a Game of Thrones, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm shot right here with the painted table right. all lit up and everything let's go yeah we're yeah we're gonna do we're gonna be doing a lot of dragonstone that's my favorite awesome. shot right there heron hall oh my god <laughs> i love it right it's there crazy it's it's yeah all gathered sign me up sign yeah me up. let's go so 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 we know so that's one place we do know we're going to which is heron hall um mm. yeah which is cool <clears throat> the green yeah. dress Right, and the younger—I mean, the younger uh, actress playing her too, which is which is super cool. Um, after we click through this, I'll pull—I'll pull up the original, the original trailer, just so just for reference, so we can we look at them both at the at the same thing. 
Boom, I think there's right. also a chance that Hightower, like, uh, she could be possibly sold to the viewer as innocent and just like, right. oh, look, the king has this young, beautiful bride, like typical king, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then it turns out, you know, by the end of the season that Hightower is a big player uh, right. in the game. So yeah. I could see that happening as well. We could also get a story because it's not like entirely true of Rhaenyra and Damon that initially because it almost it it feels like they do like they do just because, again, the, the actual text we have is a sort of broad thing that they love each other. But it, you could sort of paint Damon a little more mischievous as like he's viewing it more as like a political piece than he is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of in, in, in love with her. Yeah. I think Rhaenyra and Damon could very much be like a Damon corrupting Rhaenyra arc. Um, right. That, that could definitely yeah. happen. And I, just the, the feelings I get from Hightower until they have that moment where they stare at each other later on. She seems non-threatening. Like even when she's walking into the hall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah even something like this too, by the way, this, this shot, like it's just mm -hmm. such a game of Thrones. Like you could, why do you have to show it? Like, here you see like the, the like the woman's face on the casket going in and then falling in and then the cat like the the stone is still left bare like that's just such a Game of Thrones like mm -hmm. framing shot. <laughs> oh my god, who's this Let's... guy? You know who yeah. who are they throwing down there? Like like who's making, the... a, making a a blood pack there? Making an example of something? You know? <gasps> yeah. Oh, go ahead, Nikki. has yeah. got something. What what do you got? <laughs> Is that is the it? I, but I feel like this is going to come later. Is it? Is it Cregan and Jaceris? Oh. Uh, oh. When shit. Um, she sends she sends Jaceris uh, and Lacaris to um, go and rally support. Oh. oh. But that I feel like that's going to be way later. I think that later. would be in the uh, next yeah. season. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is that Kristen? Uh, Sir, Sir Kristen Cole beaten? Who, who's he? He's beaten somebody. Oh. He's beating cheeks. I don't know who it was, but who's he, who's he beating up? Keep going, keep going. One more clip. That's, it's just like it, boom. Yeah, who's he hitting there? You know what I mean? It's, it's it's hard to see. And then this is a uh, Damon and Rhaenyra. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, Nikki. Depending on how far they go, right? I mean, like how yeah. how, how far do you want to go in the in the? Or is it their marriage? Because they have the. Yeah over the hands i um, mean based on just what we're seeing here it feels like there's a lot of combat <clears throat> i i have the feeling that this is going to cover a lot of ground i think yeah. that there's gonna be a lot of um stuff happening very fast or they're moving around the timeline mm -hmm. yes i would rather it be moving around the timeline if i'm being honest uh because i'd like to have two three four seasons but there is a chance that this is just it, it hasn't been called a mini series though that's another thing. It was never called a miniseries, no. which leaves the door open for a season, a season two. However, season one's supposed to be ten episodes. So, I mean, I think, I think at minimum we're getting three. I think we're getting. Three, Do we know the duration of the episodes? That's another question. Oh, I think it's got to be an hour. What if it's most an hour and HBO? Half? Most HBO shows are. Oh well, then come man, on. Let's go. <laughs> Get to watch a movie every week. I'd lose my mind. Yeah, it'd be yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome. But Watchmen was another show that they ended up not doing a season two, thankfully, because season one was perfect, in my opinion. And it was not also sold as a miniseries. So it always just makes you wonder, like, you know, are they planning for the uh, the second season? So this or... was the this was the original yeah. teaser that we yeah. got. Yeah. And one of those clips in this, doesn't it look like attorney is happening as well? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Which I haven't, I haven't watched this one in a while. 
Which again, that's a sick, that's such a cool shot. This one's so much smaller. Cheesy cow. <laughs> but it's still it's still it's still so cool. Got chills. Let's go. Okay, so the, yeah, so we yeah. get that in the same one. They're all swearing to her there. Right. So here they are. So this maybe is either before or after there. Or they're plotting like they're where they're having the like they're doing the blood. Uh, for me, it almost feels like uh, Viserys has died and that uh, the stone dropped into the water and now Damon's just out there brooding. Hmm. Yes, there's gonna be a lot of brooding now. Right this here, shot that's, turning. Too. that's turning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we haven't, and right, we haven't. There was nothing that showed anything about this in fucking Helmets. The, so other, the other trailer, mm -hmm. oh, it's so, it's so, so sweet. sick. The shield and everything. Yeah. So this shot, oh yeah, this tourney, we didn't see in anything. There's nothing about that right. in the other in the other trailer. Yeah. This we, is the, early stuff too. Because remember, the cutting room floor right. probably didn't have the finishing. So like right here, she's running up with the cat's ball dagger. Right. Is that because someone has stabbed this area? You know, I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know. So see now. So here the tourney, is this gonna be the green and black? Oh my god. Well, that okay. is in Fire and Blood too, right? Um, right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So people were saying that's a different tourney. There's um, there's another tourney that's referenced. I have to go. I have to go. I have to go look it up. But I mean, it's very likely that. See now this. Now this. This whoa, fight whoa, whoa. right here. Is this Sir Kristen Cole? Is that? No. Are they just training though? Probably. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, that's 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 uh, that's versus um, Lenor. Yeah. Valerion. This is where is that is that some of the drama where they're I don't know with uh Rhaenyra. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. And then that's just kind of this trailer. This, there's not, there's not there's not a there's not a ton to this one, but I would of, I would of, venture to say that's all early footage, in. personally. Yeah, this is probably like episodes one and one two. through two, three, yeah. And what we saw in the next trailer, I think is probably has a, a decent amount of, of later season stuff. Um or later episode stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So oh. yeah, so we're probably so the second trailer is probably up through like maybe halfway. So that means we still we've still got quite a bit because if you go back and look at the Game of Thrones trailers um, of like what they showed to like hype the season, a lot of those again were very. And most shows do this where it's like very early, mm -hmm. early stuff. Yeah, uh, so I, because yeah. I remember my favorite Game of Thrones trailer was oh, seasons. Was yep. season was season seven's trailer, um, where I remember losing my as and I I remember as and I did a reaction to it and we both lost our minds and it's the it's the trailer, uh, it, it's show it's showcasing the episode where they're going to go get the white, um, yeah and and uh, what's his name Oh, god they got the eye patch how am I blanking your your favorite your Merrick Merrick Dendarrion where yeah. he lights his sword on fire yeah. Yeah, and we're like, what? Like, losing, like, <laughs> like, like losing our minds. Um, and it was so, it was just so sweet. But that was like episode like three because they, hey, we're gonna go, mm -hmm. through, yeah, you know, three or four. So that was that was kind of earlier into the into the season. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anything else? Any last kind of thoughts on the on the trailer here for House of the Dragon? As what does we got us go around? As let's go around the in. horn. All right, uh, buddy. This is gonna be. I, first of all, I just I just pulled up a tab here where I need to go do 
I need to reread die. all of. Yeah, I, I got so many different things I want to kind of because we got some time. And, and what we love right. to do is, yeah. is to go through and think about, OK, how could you do it? What are you going to do? Um, just 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 to play around, just to kind of build some hype as, as we get, you know, a couple months out. So I'm going to be doing that. And because uh, because honestly, I am I am so hyped now and, and having seen some of these images, you can go in and sort of say, OK, what do we think they're going to do? So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next couple months is is trying to uh, get a better you know understanding of some of these characters, some minor characters that are mentioned. Think about houses that are going to be coming in here. Just daydream on my way to work about being <laughs> there in the court. I mean, I would would I take a knee and would would I pull out my sword and swear to Rhaenyra? I would. I would. If if my king asked that of me, and it, you know what I mean, like I would swear my loyalty to her. I would say yes. All right. I mean, we're going to back her claim to the throne. So that's what I'll be dreaming about on the on the way to work. But yeah, I'm I'm hyped. I'm, I'm excited, um, and I really think it just it's going to be awesome. I'm actually I actually just had a moment there where I was daydreaming about all of us like coming back for for season uh, one, episode one, and just talking about the first episode and what that's going to be like. It's going to be insane, people. It's going to be insane. So I can't wait to like actually do that uh, in the future. So awesome. Okay, Nick, how are you? What are your what, final sort of final thoughts here on the trailer and House of Dragon coming? Um. I'm- same i'm just really excited um it's yeah like we said earlier it's not next month we've got another three three or so months to to get hyped about it um but yeah i'm i'm going to keep an open mind i'm going to try and separate the book from the show um as i failed to do with game of thrones but um i just think this is going to be so good i really really do yeah okay jimmy yeah, I think uh, especially after us talking about the trailer and stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited about this. I have no qualms uh, or any concerns with uh, like CGI or any of the production, which is amazing because a lot of that stuff is one of the reasons why I couldn't finish some of the other shows that I was really excited about. Like it was just like blunders, right? So what it really comes down to is going to be the writing and the pacing of the show and how they execute the timeline. Um, and I think I'm going to try to go into it with as open of a mind as I can from the source material and just experience some time in Westeros again. Like, I'm just so excited to be back. Um, and I can't, you know, I'm in a lot of different fandoms. Uh, I read a ton of fantasy books and I, we are very, very fortunate not to just have one adaptation that went almost 10 years, but now we're getting another adaptation. Like these things don't happen very often. So I do think it's just uh, really, really special uh, that we're going to have another opportunity to make a bunch of content about a show in a world that we care a whole hell of a lot about. So I do yeah. have one thing. Sorry. This has just come to me. Um, when we, I went to a convention at the end of March and I met Nikolai Costawaldo, who's Jamie Lannister and we sat in on a little seminar with him and one of the things that he said was that um perhaps one of the reasons that the ending of game of thrones hurt so much aside from the writing was the fact that you would go into work yeah on a monday morning and you would talk to people that you would never ever speak to and you would get so excited and talk about what had happened the night before and what was going to happen next week and oh my god look at all this amazing stuff and suddenly we just didn't have that anymore so I'm kind of excited to get that back, um, especially since, like, you know, so much has happened with the pandemic. Everybody's moved jobs, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So to kind of go back into the office or, you know, even just like your, your parents and your relatives, who you don't really speak to that much to have that opportunity to get excited about something on such a massive scale again. Yeah, I'm really excited to do that. I mean, yeah. Game of Thrones pulled, uh, you know, me, Matt and Ez have become 
best friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, man. I've met Matt in real life. Uh, we, we've hung yeah. out. We've had a couple uh, pitchers of ale and uh, it, it is a special thing. It brings people together. Um, and, you know, it, it's a, it's going to be an amazing opportunity to uh, have some fun, talk about the stuff and connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Great. absolutely. So, yeah. So, yeah, my, my closing thoughts on it. Um, again, I am so stoked. I absolutely loved the trailer. I, I've said it before and I think I said it again. I think I don't saying this is going to win as many awards, but I think that a lot of people will actually prefer this to game of Thrones because it is a more sort of straight forward storyline. There's also, I think, um, people who are maybe just a little more into fantasy can can like will find this a little more appealing because it is going to be more sort of dragon big scale epic combat um and you're just going to get way cool action scenes it's funny as and i when we talk about star wars we can always go back to these like awesome moments or you want to go watch like a clip of marvel or something and it's just to see like you know somebody blowing something up or like the scene in avengers where you know Avengers assemble and then it's like everyone's fighting and they're doing all this cool stuff or Spider-Man where they're swinging around. There's actually not a lot of that in Game of Thrones, to be honest. Like all of the epic moments in Game of Thrones are dialogue based. Um, you know, Tyrion saying like, I demand a trial by combat. And I think that this show will actually branch a little more into like just cool scenes of like somebody, you know, somebody attacking somebody or, or doing something really, really cool um, because it's going to be a lot more uh, action oriented and i think that that it can definitely benefit from that um i think it's going up against the lord of the rings show which you know is surprising uh a little bit but apparently warner brothers they don't care apparently (laughs) warner brothers took one look at the lord of the rings trailer and 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 saw this and they were like yeah release it we'll be fine you know like (laughs) that should tell you you know uh all you need all all you need to know i think it's going to come out and everyone's going to be back on board i think it's coming out at the perfect time too because like school's starting back up right oh, at yeah. that time oh yeah and it's kind of like even though like you know people like us you know we work our nine to fives or whatever um so it doesn't really change but i think there is still something about like think it feels like a, a new beginning of the year even though it's in the middle of the year like right around the time school starts back oh, yeah. up and mm-hmm. everything so i think that it's coming out at like the absolute sort of perfect uh, perfect time. So I'm very excited for it. So anyway, thank you guys, everybody, uh, for joining back in here. So, uh, Nikki, where can people find you on the internet? Um, I am predominantly on TikTok, um, with the little, um, handle down there at kale underscore EC. Um, and it's just chaos. Um, so if you want to come in, ask some questions and get some chaotic answers, that's where I am. Um, I'm on Instagram as well. I don't do too much on there. Um, TikTok's the place to find me, really. Yes. And Nikki has a very, and I would, and it's not just any TikTok. Nikki has a very, very, very great uh, TikTok, by the way. I, I, I love, I love any time. I, I, my favorite one was, I think, when you returned um from covid and <laughs> you and you did you did this one you're like i've seen so many people on here saying talking about how stannis is the one true king and you had your mug and it was full of stark tears so that was that was that was that was yeah. very 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 good so awesome. did i have the uh, reins of castamere playing over that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so good. Jimmy, where can people find you? On there uh, you can find me here right on YouTube. Uh, that is the Fantasy Nut Work, N U T T W O R K. I do sci fi and fantasy book reviews. Also, just uh, kind of read a lot of other stuff too, but it's primarily fantasy. Um, 
I started the channel to find the next a Song of Ice and Fire for myself because there was such a void after I finished all the books. Um, I have not found anything to that level yet. It's still my favorite of all time, but I have found some amazing pieces of work um, from a lot of different uh, authors such as Robin Hobb and Tad Williams and, and many, many others. So uh, I would love to have you come over there and check it out if you're looking for some new reads or you just want to um, see, see what's going on in the world of fantasy and sci-fi. Uh, I'm, I'm always trying to keep people up to date and have good conversations like we did today. So I appreciate you guys bringing me on and I hope to see you all over there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, Ezra and I have both uh, joined Jimmy on his uh, channel before for some live streams. Jimmy's going to be joining us um, and we hope to have Nikki on too. I don't know how... We, we have to figure out what the, the timing schedule because if Game of Thrones releases at like seven o'clock our time, that might be, you know, like, like I don't know, two a two a.m. uh over <laughs> over over there. So I don't know how the how the how the we'll math all breaks, how the how the math all, all all breaks down, but uh nonetheless. But yes, I know we're for certain having Jimmy on, but then we will definitely have Nikki on quite a bit more up to the show, hopefully. Uh, and when it's coming out as well. So stay tuned for all of that, guys. You can follow me anywhere on the internet at Super Gains Bros, as anywhere on the internet at Womprat underscore 2M. As always, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, as we still got to figure out the new outro for the show, because winter is no longer, winds of winter might be coming, but right. you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, it's like winter is coming. That's kind of like a good, like, Hey, get ready for the next one. Do we just say fire and blood, you know, or how do we, I think it's fire drag, and blood, but it's drag dragons are coming. Dragons are coming. There you go. I like there, it. There, there we go. <laughs>